Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name so is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your Father host. God, I thank In this you podcast, we will be exploring the best of Proverbs. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 1, beginning in verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like Sheol, and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, 
Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Friends, this is June 1st, and I am beginning my 14th month of this podcast. My name is Pastor Bill Kelly, and I've just uh, graduated from Karis Bible College, obtained a degree in biblical studies, and I look forward to continuing to work with you guys. I welcome anyone who are joining this podcast for the first time. But what I do, very simply, is go over the proverb of the day every day. And the reason I started this podcast is I believe the Holy Spirit instructed me and said that everyone needs wisdom. And wisdom is a powerful thing. And wisdom is primarily found in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs was mostly written by King Solomon, who many consider to be the wisest man who ever lived. He certainly was the richest man who ever lived. But today we're going to look at the 10th verse of Proverbs 1, and it says, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. And friends, once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have a decision to make. You may not want to be with your old friends anymore. It is such a vital, important decision. There are going to be some people in your life that are not going to be happy that you chose to come into the kingdom of God, into the family of God, so to speak, and become a Christian. Some of your family members may actually shun you and turn their back on you, not just make fun of you. So you need to be prepared and ask yourself, are you ready to take that step? Because when you receive Jesus, that is the primary decision you're going to have to make because you may have to leave some of your family and some of your friends if you're going to move into a new realm which God wants you to move in. But in verse 10, I want to remind you that once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your life is no longer your own. And that may be odd to some of you, but if we look at Paul's letter to the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20, it says, For ye were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And what this verse is telling us is that if we are going to follow Jesus, then we need to put away foolishness in our life. We need to put away some of the things that we used to do. 
if we know they are not good things. This verse talks about sinners, and a lot of time people do things, a lot of times they don't realize how bad these things are. But if you're not doing things that build people up, that glorify God in what you do, and a lot of people live life as though God doesn't even exist. A lot of people do things that I would not even consider doing now. At one time in my life, I probably would have gone along with some of these people. And that's what Solomon is telling us in this verse. If sinners entice you, in other words, come along with us. Let's do this. Let's do what we're used to doing. And you may have to put a stop to that. Friends, we have been in the Gospel of Matthew the last several weeks. Today we're going to be taking a look at chapter 8. I'm going to go over a couple things from chapter 8 that I would like for you to consider. But I want to remind you that chapter 8 is directly following the Sermon on the Mount. And what we have done recently is we've looked at chapters 5, 6 and 7, and those three chapters of Matthew are very commonly known as the Sermon on the Mount. And let's look at verse 1 of chapter 8. Immediately after Jesus finished these three chapters, it says, When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. So basically, Jesus has completed his teaching and thousands of people have heard him tell these three chapters. And I've made reference to this. Almost all of chapters 5, 6, and 7 are in red letters, and these are Jesus' instructions to us. Verse 2 and verse 3 of chapter 8, this, once again, as soon as he finished, a leper came up to him, and behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And friends, this is going to be a common theme that you're going to hear throughout the Gospel of Matthew, that Jesus went about healing healing, healing. He was looking for people to heal. And eventually, after people were healed, more and more and more people came to Jesus. And they followed him. And they brought people from everywhere, you know, basically from behind rocks, from under trees, from everything. They brought all of their family members that they knew were sick. They brought them to Jesus. And Jesus is going to heal them all. That is who Jesus is. I want to go to Mark chapter 11, verse 24, and many of you are familiar with this verse. I just want to bring it to your attention because it's so important what we believe. And many people today think that healing has gone away with the last of the apostles, but listen to what verse 24 of Mark's gospel, chapter 11, tells us. It says, Therefore I say to you, Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So basically, this is a theme 
that you will hear not only in Matthew's gospel, but the rest of the gospels. We're talking about belief. We're talking about faith. And I've mentioned this before, but faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is in Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. I am going to talk about a very well-known passage of Scripture, and we're talking about a centurion here. So we're not talking about a believer. We're not talking about a Jewish person. We're talking about a Roman centurion who is not saved. He hasn't put his faith in Jesus, and yet he comes to Jesus because he knows Jesus can help him. Beginning in verse 5 of chapter 8. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Once again, listen to the desire of Jesus. I will come. I will come. I will heal him. This is who Jesus is. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Friends, this is a Gentile. This is what the Bible refers to as a heathen, an unbeliever, and yet he understood the authority of Jesus. He understood that Jesus was under the authority of his Father God, and he came to Jesus begging and pleading for his servant. I just think that's beautiful. And then in verse 13, it says, And Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. I believe that is absolutely awesome. In verse 14 and 15, Jesus goes to Peter's mother-in-law's house and realizes that she has a fever. And he speaks to the fever, and immediately the fever leaves. Listen carefully. Jesus didn't pray to God. He didn't pray that she would be healed. He prayed to the fever. He spoke to the fever. And friends, Jesus sets the example for what we can do in our lives today. Many healed after the Sabbath sunset. Next, we're going to go to the cost of discipleship. And friends, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we are called not only to make converts and lead people in a sinner's prayer, 
but we are actually to take people under our wing. We are to instruct them and show them how they should go about making disciples of other people. A disciple is a follower of Jesus. That is who we are to be, and that is how we are to help people become more and more like us as we become more like Jesus. In verses 23 to 27, a very well-known passage, wind and wave obey Jesus. And Jesus got into a boat, and when Jesus got into the boat, all the disciples followed him. They go and they begin to row, and a storm arises. And Jesus is so tired, he actually, literally, falls asleep in the boat. But the disciples are petrified because the waves are starting to crash. The waves are starting to get taller and taller. A storm comes, lightning is flashing, thunder is booming, and here Jesus is sleeping. And they wake him up and say, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But he said to them, I want you to hear the words of Jesus. Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? These disciples had been with Jesus. They knew that he healed people. Everyone was being healed, and yet they still are now coming to realize who is this Jesus fellow? And I'm sure many of them questioned if they had done the right thing. Who were they following? And that's my call to action today. What if you had been in that boat and the storms are coming and everything and you sit there and look at your leader and he's falling asleep in the boat? He's fast asleep. What would you have done? It is so easy for us to criticize people today. It really is. It's so easy for us to judge. But I want you to take a close look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what would I have done? Friends, a suggested scripture reading today, please reread today's proverb in its entirety, Proverb 8. Meditate on these verses as you read them, and then go to Matthew's Gospel and reread chapter 8 in its entirety as well. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, or you have fallen away from God, you know you're not where you'd like to be. You'd like to enter in to a closer relationship with God. Renew that relationship that you may have once had. Repeat this prayer after me. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to earth for me. For me. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross so that all of my sins would be forgiven. But Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know that. I know you've forgiven me of my sins.
But Jesus, I want you to come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me. I want you to take this a step further. Jesus, I want to follow you. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my webpage. I have a brand new webpage. It's waiting for people to give me a call or contact me. If you go on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com, BK, my, my initials, go on there. There's a contact page. Get me into your system. Go ahead, put your name. Let me know who's calling. Let me know what you have need of. If you repeated that prayer, if you have any questions, simply ask. There's a place for you to call. And if you look down further, you have an opportunity to leave a voice message. If you have any need, let me know. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.